what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets, Action Network's daily NBA betting podcast. We're in the workshop, presented by the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Thursday edition of Buckets, you know the deal. Sean Little hosting the thing. J-Money is money, a.k.a. Mr. Smack City, a.k.a. NBA Talk with Jay, a.k.a. I Can't Talk You Off It, a.k.a. Mr. Revenge Spot in the building. J-Money, how you feeling? Hey, I'm feeling good, man. Ready to talk these couple of games, uh, possibly some in-season tournament games with you guys right now. Yeah, of course. AC, analytics capper, Albert Wynn. I saw my guy at the Garden today. We went to go see Wemby. Wemby didn't show up, but we showed up to check him out. AC, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Wemby had two more air balls than when we did. Man. It, was, <laughs> it was a rough start for him, but it was a good game. The Garden was electric. It was good to see you, bro. Yeah, yeah, you too, brother. Atmosphere is always great. You know the deal. We give the play. We give the cap. We get you guys out of here. On the Thursday NBA slate, it is a light, light slate. We have two ball games. Bucks are going to Indianapolis to play the Pacers. Right now are minus three and a half. Then we have the Hawks Magic in Mexico City. So this game is not in Orlando. Don't get confused. Number sits at Hawks, minus two and a half. AC, I'm going to come to you first. What are you looking at for the Thursday mini slate we got? Man, I did some Googling, guys. Mexico City is 7,300 above CeeLo. That's more than Denver, man. That's that's crazy. I'm going to go with the Hawks, minus two and a half. J-Money is money. What are you looking at? Yeah, I can't talk them off, man. If there was one play that I would make on tonight's slate, it would be the Atlanta Hawks. I didn't get there um, just yet, to be honest with you. I didn't really like the slate, but I would say I give a heavy lean to the Atlanta Hawks. Hey, fellas, y'all not, they're not, the Silver and the gang not going to box me in on this schedule, on these two games. We're going to go through them, but I have no official play. I'm printing no slips here. It's an interesting spot with the game being won in Mexico City for Hawks Magic, and then the Bucks off of back-to-back going to the Pacers who are going to try to run you out of the building. That total sits at 242.5. Of course, the initial thought is to go with the over, but I just got no official play on these two games. But we'll talk about them, we'll break them down, and we'll look ahead to Friday, and then we'll get out of here. AC, analytics capper, I'm coming right back to you. Why the Atlanta Hawks international series in Mexico City? Why do you like minus 2.5? Yeah, it's a great spot for Atlanta. So they played on Monday night. They took the loss against OKC, 117-126. They were actually favoring the game, so it's a great spot to bounce back. Orlando on the other side, they played Dallas. They had an amazing first half. They got really, really unlucky in that second half. Dallas came back and beat them by 15. But they played Dallas really, really competitively. Before that, they beat the Lakers. Before that, they beat the Jazz. So the Orlando Magic are actually playing really well right now. But I think the spot here is going to be Atlanta. Because if you look at their head-to-head matchup, Orlando's covered 
the last two. So we talk about revenge spots. We talk about angles to back a team. I think Atlanta being able to go to Mexico City, I believe a little bit earlier in that elevation. And we know that they're going to play really, really explosive and quick on offense. I like Atlanta minus two and a half. Some books have it at minus three. I still like that. So I I like the Hawks to, to win and also cover. J Money is money. I know you said you lean that way as well. Talk to me. Yeah, as I always say, I can't talk you off here, man. The Hawks, they've had the uh, Magic's number as well in the last 10 games. They're 8-2 and two straight up as well, man. So, obviously, I feel like they're a little bit deeper team. I've been looking for info to see if Markel Fultz is going to play. They say that he practiced, but like when I saw him, he, he kind of had that knee stretched out, man. So, that kind of tells me that it might be still sore. It's the same knee that he had the ACL injury on as well. So, they probably want to take their time with him. They don't really want to force him in there. So, I know that it's a big game, but you don't want to possibly call Cost your whole season for you know what I'm saying one or two regular season games. So even though they say he practiced, it was probably a light practice, and I feel like it was probably uh, more likely than not that he probably goes ahead and sit it out. But even if he's in there, I still think that the Hawks have a little bit deeper team in, in my opinion. But obviously with this game in elevation, these teams don't usually uh, play in Mexico City, so obviously it's going to be you never know which one of these are going to run out of gas in the fourth quarter here in my opinion. But I would lean to the Hawks in this particular spot. If I could jump in real quick, I mean, so I, I like that Jay's on my side. It's very similar to the NFL, right? NFL starting to do these like NFL Europe games, and you back the teams that are more comfortable or more experienced in that space. I think Atlanta being the older team, being the more experienced team, they can handle some of the off-the-court stuff, whereas Orlando is like, oh my gosh, I got to check into this hotel. <laughs> oh, I got to I gotta order this food in Spanish. Like it's going to be different, right? So I like, I like Atlanta, <laughs> even though they haven't been in Mexico City, them being older, more experienced, more mature. I like them in this spot a lot. And a lot <laughs> deeper, right? Especially with how banged up the Magic are. For those who don't know, the Atlanta Hawks have eight guys averaging double figures. We can go down from the top. DeJounte Murray, Trey Young, DeAndre Hunter, who I think free DeAndre Hunter. I think he could be a massive piece in a move for a contender. I've been saying that for two would, years. Yeah, he would fit in a lot of different spots. But Jalen Johnson, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Sadiq Bey, yeah. Ukongu, Capella. So like all the way down, they have guys that are going to contribute across the board. They're deeper for a team in Orlando who's banged up. We got Jonathan Isaac, who's going to be day-to-day coming in on Thursday. Gary Harris He's is playing. out. Fultz is out. Isaac is confirmed. Isaac is probable. Okay, Isaac is probable. Yeah, but Wendell's out. Gary Harris, Markel. Yeah, exactly. So stay tuned on that. That's an interesting play with the international series. It's tough to say that Trey Young is the the older, mature guy, but yeah, that is the case in this situation down in Mexico City. Let me ask you this, Jay AC. I want your opinion on this as well. When you're looking at a spot in elevation, I think typically people's initial lean, the total in this game is sitting at 232. Initially, it's like, oh, they're in elevation. They're going to get tired. I should probably look at an under. But typically, my opinion is when we start to talk about tired, three games in four days, elevation, that's when I start looking at overs because guys are tired on D. They're not rotating. They're not switching. There's always a little more energy for offense than there is defense. Are y'all aligned with me on that, or would you be looking potentially at an under here in elevation in an unknown situation down in Mexico City? To be honest, when it comes to like tired legs, 
that might yeah. have more of an impact or influence on the shooting, right? Because we know right now with NBA, the variance with three-point shooting, like if they're not going to hit 35 to 40% of their threes, basically it's going to go under. You don't even have to see who's playing. If a team is going to hit below 30% of their threes, it's most likely going under. So if these guys are not used to the elevation, but I mean, they had an extra day of rest with election day. So I think they've acclimated to Mexico City and and the elements there. It's hard to say, man. I think it's one of those games where, like, for me specifically, I'm going to be on the Hawks pregame flop. But if you watch that game and you see that, you know, they're just missing a ton of wide open threes, if you see that they're not getting out, you know, and, and challenge those threes because they're tired, that's when you kind of jump in at halftime. But it's definitely a game where I'm not going to put, like, five units on it right it's it's so many unknowns you don't want to bet a game that's so coin flippy but i do like the hawks just as a side because i know they are top to bottom they're better than orlando i would lean towards the first quarter under in this one man it's just like a college basketball game when they're playing in those tournament games you want to take the first half under because the players aren't really used to the gym or the sight lines things like that those things matter especially when it's in elevation as well so i would target a first quarter under possibly first half under in this game um and then maybe the pace would uh pick up in the second half but i think specifically first quarter that's where you're going to get the most shock and uh, you know what i'm saying if you will whatever yeah, so it's I feel like yeah, that first quarter under makes a lot of sense both squads trying to get acclimated to what's going on. First quarter line minus one and a half for the Hawks, and then the total they had a total fifty eight and a half for the first quarter. Mm-hmm. So I like that first quarter under. I'm telling you that right now. I think that's the spot. Um, right there. I mean, obviously they can come out there, and you never know it. So look, taking the under with the Hawks is never just like a great idea. But the Magic are a defensive team. I mean, I know they can kind of run and gun it, but they still try to focus on defense. So I'm saying, so maybe they try to slow the pace down, and because you don't really want to go and attract me with the Hawks, you want to try and throw the defense on them. So I like the first quarter under now, and the 58 and a half. It might even go up. So I'm saying you could maybe wait till tomorrow, see if some public money comes on that over there and then take that first quarter under i think it's a great look buckets is presented by bet mgm use bonus code action when signing up to get up to fifteen hundred dollars paid back in bonus bets if your first bet loses for new users in arizona colorado illinois indiana iowa kentucky louisiana maryland massachusetts michigan new jersey ohio pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia and wyoming Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Speaking of track meets, let's go to Indianapolis. Pacers, Bucks right now. The Bucks are coming off a late comeback win against the Pistons at home. Giannis gets ejected in the third, and the Pistons flat out went on a massive run to almost essentially win that game. Dame scores double digits in the fourth quarter to keep them in it. Big jumper from Brooke Lopez three to close it, they survived the scare. Now they go right on the road to Indianapolis right now, three and a half, total sits at 242 and a half. I have no play here with the Bucks coming off a back-to-back. The total, what do we think about the total, Jay? 242 and a half is a pretty hefty number, but this is also the best offensive team in the NBA in the Pacers. 
Honestly, I'm not a strong total guy, but I do know that I'm not playing an under on the Pacers game. The Bucks hadn't been playing the best defense. They're on a back-to-back that has to travel. Both of them are on a back-to-back, but the Bucks had to come back and they have to travel as well. But right. we know that Giannis played limited minutes because he got thrown out of the game versus the Pistons. But still, the rest of the team and Damian Lillard and Malik Beasley, I'll keep saying it, man, these two guys starting along each other. It's just not a great defensive front there. I mean, Halliburton would feast on these guys, man. I'm telling you that right now. He's going to absolutely feast on these guys, but the Bucks have owned them for whatever reason. One, nine out of the last 10 games. And that's even with the recent games with the Pacers being better. They beat them one time last year, uh, 139-123. But for the most part, the Bucks have basically just, they've owned Indiana. So let's see. I mean, this is a really short line as well. The line is kind of telling us that Maybe the Pacers might be, yep. you know what I'm saying, feisty, a feisty yep. underdog in this game. This is, this is one of the best Pacers teams that they've had in a while. So it's a really small – I mean, let me see. Other than when they were laying minus three, I bet you Giannis was out in that game. But what do you think, Sean? You, does it make some sense, though? Yeah. I mean, the total's gone over in four of the last five games for the Pacers. That's yeah. one thing sometimes – I always say this. Sometimes we try to get too cute, too sharp. There's no reason to put yourself back up against the wall in an instant sweat trying to take an under in a Pacers game where they're going to be getting up shots two, three, four Especially seconds. Especially in the regular season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no reason. Find a different spot. Don't put yourself through that because I'm going to tell you this. At 242.5, if it does come in under, it's 240. It's not coming in 225. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're going to be in a grinder the entire way trying to fade. And under, and I agree with you across the board on Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> as soon as Giannis went out, the Pistons absolutely took off. Dame Lillard had to pick up the slack offensively, and they had no answer for Kay Cunningham coming down the stretch offensively or defensively, excuse me. So Tyrese Halliburton with his game style as well, they're going to be confused. The big thing about Milwaukee's defense and the issue is they don't really know what they want to do. There's a lot of situations where Brooke Lopez – is kind of looking around in spots like, you guys want me to drop? You want me to help? Like, wh- what do I do? And by the time they figure it out, it's a bucket. So they are going to be it's in coaching. that position. That's coaching yeah. right there. Yeah, Adrian Griffin is in for – he's got to get his boys settled. Figure out how they want to approach the defensive side of the ball because Tyrese Halliburton is going to have those boys confused quite a bit. This might be one of those games where, shout out our guy Joe Delera, you just ladder up assists. You ladder up a PRA where Tyrese could just go absolutely berserk here. Four, five threes, 12 assists type night for Tyrese Halliburton. AC, how do you see it? Yeah, there's a couple points I want to react to. First, Jay mentioned the line being a short favorite. That's when you kind of know it's a little trappy. If I had to bet, I would actually be leaning towards the Indiana Pacers, to be honest with you. And then the second thing, Sean, you mentioned it. It's not worth it trying to be like too sharp especially in the regular season. We all know the regular season is a little more public. It's a little more simple, if you will, playoffs when the games actually matter. Maybe the in-season tournaments are going to matter, but playoffs usually is going to be a lot sharper. That's when you see the dog kind of bark. But in this game, the over, man, it's, it's tough to, to talk off of it, right? The Pacers are second in pace. I think the Bucks are sixth in pace. These are two teams in the top six in pace. If they hit their threes, you would expect that over to hit, even though they're both teams on the second night of a back-to-back. I don't have an official play on this game. I do lean the Pacers in this game, and I agree. Like, If the Pacers are going to be competitive, it's because of Tyrese Halliburton. But then if you want to look at threes made, if you want to look at like PRA, look at guys like you know Buddy Heald. Look at guys that 
Benedict Matherin because you know they're going to get enough shots up there to really challenge this Bucks team who hasn't really played any defense all season long. Friday, before we get out of here, we're back with the colorful courts, fellas. The in-season oh tournament. God. The in-season Don't tournament. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started on those courts. The courts are horrible, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I tweeted I tweeted out, <laughs> you have to watch. The in-season courts are – in-season tournament courts, you got to watch the games with sunglasses on. Hell because no. It's, you definitely, you definitely got to deal with that. So, yeah, the in-season tournament's back. There's a couple more matchups on the slate. Five games tomorrow on that Friday. So be on the lookout for that highlighted by the Lakers and the Suns. The Suns won in overtime against the Bulls, but the Lakers are coming off a big loss versus the Rockets. To recap, AC is on the Atlanta Hawks minus two and a half. Jay leans that way, but has no official play. I have no official play either. This is a too finite of a slate for me to just try to, I don't want to give you guys something I'm not fully backing. And I'm not printing a slip myself, so I'm not going to give out an official play. And that's buckets for Thursday. Don't forget it. Go download the Action Network app. Log your plays. Read all the articles. All the guys are working hard throughout the week. Subscribe to Buckets. Tell a homie to tell a friend. Pass the link along. Go subscribe to the Action Network YouTube channel. Tons of more content information on there. And shout out our guys over at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. For AC Albert Wynn, Analyst Capper, for J Money is Money. I am Sean Little. And don't forget, get buckets, baby. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Action Network reminds you please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24 7 at 1 800 Gambler.